0: right what's going on everyone my name is Tom from Dreadlabs and you're listening to the third episode of the Dreadlabs podcast here with me is Alma uh, she's the owner of Honey the Agency which is a social media agency uh, and I thought it would be interesting to talk to her about uh, influencers and social media in general um, because I want to have like uh, I think there's like a negative stigma around influencers by some people and I want to have like uh, I want to talk about both sides of the uh, the art of influencing I guess um, so yeah welcome Alma
1: Hi, Tom. Thank you for inviting me. (laughs) It's an honor to be on your podcast, my (laughs) first podcast ever. (laughs) Uh, My name is Alma. I'm 24 years old. I'm passionate about social media marketing, influencer marketing, Instagram, basically anything that has to do with social media marketing. Um, I finished my studies uh, two years ago, international business, uh, and that's where I found my passion for social media marketing. And after my studies, I started working. Um, but uh, quickly, I came across a master track on Tilburg University. Uh, that really got my attention. Uh, so last year, I started uh, the master of business communication and digital media. And currently, I'm uh, writing my thesis. And next to that, I'm uh, working for my agency, uh, Honey. Um, so I'm working in social media marketing for a while now. Uh, first, I started helping um few companies with their social media and next to my studies back then um i also listened to a lot of podcasts i went to uh, master classes i read books uh so my passion for social media marketing started to grow and that's where i started uh, honey earlier this year um so yeah that's everything about me (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, so yeah, the first segment of the podcast is always uh, what did you have on repeat this week and this could be a podcast, this could be like a, an album by by some kind of musician or playlist or some genre, uh, so yeah, what was on your playlist today or this week?
1: Well, recently it was kind of boring. Um, I played a lot of instrumental study, focus and concentration music uh you know those lists on spotify that last for like 12 hours yeah um i think they are very relaxing <laughs> because i had to focus on my on my thesis but um next to that i also played uh, the latest album of jade lauren um i think she's one of the best female singer songwriters right now i i love her new album and i think she's uh she's a really good singer so um that's the album I listen to a lot. Um, but I also listen to a lot of podcasts for a few years now, uh, mostly about marketing, uh, self-education. Uh, my favorite at the moment is a Dutch podcast by uh, Kim Munnekom, and it's about the law of attraction. Um, she has a few episodes every week explaining how to implement the law of attraction into your business and into your private life. So uh, that's what I'm into. Cool. <laughs>
0: Did you know that I've actually uh, used to have a song yeah. with Jade Lauren?
1: Oh, really? Which one?
0: Uh it never came out because uh it, this was when I this was when I was still as like a producer and um we were working with this rapper yeah. and uh he had like uh, he had this girl also on a track. Like he sent me those vocals and there was also the singing of a girl. Uh but we didn't end up releasing it uh, ever. Uh and that girl turned out to be Jade Lauren. Uh we found out a bit later. <laughs> Oh my God. Like that's when she started working with uh, Yellow Claw. Yeah,
1: yeah, she started working with Yellow Claw. Uh, do you guys still have that song somewhere?
0: Uh, maybe. Like, um, uh, I I still do have uh, like the vocal of it, but I don't think uh, this. I have the song somewhere. Yeah? I might uh, try, uh, try to look it up uh, later. I'll send it to you.
1: That is so cool. Yeah, I really like her style and I think her latest album is so good. And um, I wish just more people knew about her Yeah. because I think definitely. she's a real
0: talent. Definitely. Um, so yeah, um, there's also room for an artist highlight, and I think you pretty much put Jade Lauren in this artist highlight. But I don't know if you uh, have any other <laughs> artists you want to put in the spotlight for this episode uh, that you want people to find out about.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jade Lauren, definitely. But um, I also have another woman uh, that I find really inspiring. Um, uh, she's called Zeynep Dag. Uh, she's a, a shoe designer. Uh, She has her own brand with very exclusive shoes. It's called Alzuar. And uh, she designs her own shoes. And she just started her company two years ago. And her clients are celebrities from Hollywood, like Rihanna, Kylie Jenner, uh, Beyonce. And um, she just lives in Eindhoven, where she designs her shoes. Um, And I uh, saw an article where she uh, told her success story was a few years ago and uh, with that article she inspired me so much because she grew up in poverty and she had a really tough uh, childhood Uh, but she always had that one dream to become a a shoe designer and she just went for it and she did it and um, I think that's really inspiring not only she but also like everyone with that mindset inspires me a lot because it's a reminder that really everything is possible yeah. and outable. So I think that's really inspiring.
0: Yeah, it's really cool to see these uh, stories about, uh, I used to like uh, uh, listen to this podcast about like how Nike and how uh, Adidas started up. And there's just, like, they just started out as these small yeah. companies or small, it, like, and it's so cool that to see there's this brand or this thing that everyone knows about or everyone sees in their daily lives. And that, like, it's, it all started with one person. Most of the times, of of course, but yeah, yeah, it's really cool.
1: And there's also this documentary on Videoland on the Dutch Netflix, <laughs> and um, it's about Daily Paper and a few other streetwear brands. I think that's also a really inspiring uh, documentary.
0: Yeah, definitely. I uh, used to listen to this podcast episode about Daily Paper as well, and there are just three guys who started up as a blog, and they have like one of the biggest Dutch streetwear brands. Yeah. About. Uh, so uh, yeah, this the like the main thing I want to talk to you about is uh, influencers, obviously. And uh, I think there's like a lot of uh, negative stigma about influencers, if you know what I mean. Like there's a lot of people that are saying like they're not actually doing a job, or um, you know, like and uh, I found myself um, looking at, ne- at influencers in a negative way as well at some points in my life. Um, but yeah, I was like, yeah, we shouldn't. It's 2020, and we shouldn't be. Looking at these people, um, uh, we should actually start recognizing them for the work that they, they're doing, I guess. Um, so, yeah, that's why I wanted to invite you in the show, because you're, yes. like, basically a professional in this uh, on this subject. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to ask you, like, um, uh, okay, so, uh, sorry, we had some technical technical difficulties. Um, well, uh, what I wanted to ask you, Alma, was uh, what do you do and uh, what does your agency exactly provide for a company?
1: Yeah, so um, I'm working as a social media uh, specialist at, at my own agency, Honey, uh, my own business that I started earlier this year. Uh, I mostly help a small business owner, but also bigger companies uh, with a social media strategy, uh, more specifically uh, Instagram and influencer marketing, and most of the times I do... Uh, strategic sessions, about two hours where we uh, brainstorm and we create a new strategic plan. Uh, I also create uh, content uh, for some companies uh, and also manage their whole Instagram account or whole social media. Uh, Furthermore, I try to share valuable content on uh, the Instagram and LinkedIn page of Honey um, with a lot of tips and tricks about Instagram and marketing, uh, influencer marketing, uh, in this way, I would like to help as much people as possible by implementing um, influencer marketing or um, Instagram marketing to their strategy. Uh, because I still feel like there's a lot of uh, there are a lot of companies that just don't see social media marketing as something really necessary, and uh, therefore I would like to gain some uh, awareness. Yeah, definitely. So that's it.
0: <laughs> um, so. Uh... I've, been, uh, I've recently like launched a, uh, a clothing uh, drop, like three t-shirts. Um, so another some uh, thing that I immediately found out was there were a lot of people uh, in my DM saying, oh, I'm an influencer, can you send me a free t-shirt and I'll promote it on my Instagram. <laughs> um, so what's really difficult for me is yeah. to determine, uh, is this like a real actual influencer? Or does this person, uh, like did he buy followers or whatever? Um, so yeah, uh do you have yeah. any tips for people how to like separate like uh, actual influencers um, from like separ- from like fake people? So basically, what makes an influencer a bit more viable to work with, I guess?
1: Yeah, there are several tools that you can check if you're working with a real influencer. Um, so there are uh, different tools on. If you look up at Google, um, you can just type in. Uh, like those tools where you can check if the influencer is real or not, because uh, nowadays everyone can buy followers online. It's really yeah. easy for a few euros, You have thousands of new followers um, and you don't want to work with those people, of course. Um, so there are these tools where you can check uh, per Instagram account, uh, whether the, what, what kind of engagement rate they have. So uh, the amount of followers uh, compared to the number of likes or comments on our photos. Um, and also if they gained uh, a lot of following at, in one, at one day. So um, from that, you could conclude that uh, those influencer influencers are fake. But without those, those tools, you can also check it already by just checking their Instagram. You can simply uh, scroll through their followers. And if you see those weird names or uh, no, no avatars or something, um, you can also conclude that those are fake followers.
0: Right. Um, okay, so... Um... And then, like um, what's like a normal what does a normal like influencing deal look like? because I've never worked with them before, so uh, could you give me like an exact like a normal example of uh, how how does it work, for example, with a clothing brand or something?
1: Um, so you mean how how I would do it if I would advise a company?
0: Uh, yeah, for example, for uh, I don't how, know how the do you collaboration like um, would work. Yeah, do you like uh, acquire like influencers? Do you have like a database of influencers, and that you can like uh, uh, connect with the company that you work for, or how does that work? Uh,
1: I don't have a database yet. I will start this database at the beginning of, of uh, the new year. But uh, I do provide strategies on how uh, the company um, can implement the influencer strategy, and then sometimes I do um, send comments, uh, send uh, messages to influencers to influencers, whether they want to work with the company. Um, but I don't have a real database yet. Um, but what I, uh, how I would start is just um, um, really a clear goal for the company, what they want to um, achieve with their advertisement with the influencer. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I would advise them to collaborate with influencers that are really relevant uh, to them as a brand. Uh, because only in this way you will reach the target audience you want to reach. Mm-hmm. Um, and the target audience must recognize themselves in the influencer campaign, uh, because in this way, the engagement level tends to be much higher than when you blindly um, select hundreds of random influencers for your brand. Right. Um, and with engagement, I mean um, likes, comments, um, like the conversation that the influencer is having, with his or her audience. Um, so that would I advise first. Um, I would also advise to work with a real influencer, but that's what we talked about. Um, uh, I would also recommend to, <laughs> to not just work with an influencer. Um, you really have to communicate clearly what you expect from the influencer and what the influencer can expect from you. So um, I actually advise you to put uh, regulations on paper. Um, This does not have to be that difficult, you know, you can um, just uh, ask how many posts the influencer has to post, like two posts, I want three stories. Um, You also also have to ask if you can use a post uh, the influencer made on your own Instagram, because otherwise they can also ask a fee for that. So you really have to uh, have clearly regulations on paper. It don't have to be that difficult, just simple rules
0: right so um that's like uh so mainly I think uh for a clothing brand that would be something like uh we'll send you uh i don't know like five items uh and then in exchange for these five items and a uh fee for the influencer um you would post three posts on your uh, feed and one post on your story or something uh. I think, yeah, that's kind of how it works, I guess, right?
1: Yeah, you really have to, um, uh, to communicate your goals clearly because otherwise there could be some miscommunications and uh, you just want to have a good collaboration with that influencer, so yeah.
0: Right. So um, another thing that I've been wondering, um, obviously, like, if you, you as a social media expert, probably have, uh, you've probably heard this from clients uh, when you ask them, like, okay, what do you want to, uh, achieve as a company and they would probably tell you like i want more followers or i want more likes um and the answer to that is basically like you don't want more followers or likes you want more product soul or, right, or whatever right um and yeah to, to do that you need to get more followers or likes or whatever. so the, the social media is like a, a tool for that um so with influencers is it like um is it better to uh do influencers work better to get more sales especially like people buy more uh it's like let's say i uh, i send a t-shirt to an influencer and the influencer will wear it and uh, would would i get more followers or likes because of this so would my like audience grow uh or uh would i get more sales or um yeah th- does that make sense like uh these things are kind of separate i guess
1: Um, Yeah, I think you could get both. Um, So you're actually using um, the community of the influencer. Uh, That is actually what you're buying. You're working together with an influencer. You pay the influencer, but actually you pay for the audience that uh, the influencer already has uh, built, so their community. And that community, um, that's why the community has to fit perfectly to your brand because... Um, maybe the Instagram uh, influencer has like 50,000 followers and those 50,000 people are all people in your target group, so just new clients for you. Uh, So that's very uh, crucial that you work together with an influencer that um, really suits your brand um, because they already have their own community and you as a brand... Uh, you also build your own community, but you're also using the community of the influencer. And that's uh, where that community um, goes to your brand and also follow follows your account, hopefully. And um, after that, buys your, your products as well.
0: Right. The, the, does it actually uh, increase more sales or do, does it increase the community a bit more, like in general, if you work with an influencer? Because my guess would be that you expand your uh, audience a bit more and that the sales will probably increase as well with like uh, I think the, the building an audience and like w- what you said, like the, uh, g- like take, taking a bite of that community, I guess, that's I, I, th- I think that's the most valuable thing about working with an influencer, right? You shouldn't be expecting to skyrocket your sales, but you should be expecting to to expand your audience. Does, does that seem right?
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, I think also the, uh, the audience that you get out of the influencer, um advertisement is more valuable than immediately getting more sales because maybe in the long term your new audience will eventually buy your product. So uh, how you explained it is it's totally correct. Yeah, cool.
0: Um, okay, uh, I've also saw this th- this thing on I think it's, I saw it on Reddit or on Instagram or something uh, and there was like yeah. this uh, tactic by this uh, I think it was an ice cream uh, this guy who had an ice cream shop. And uh, he had like this policy with influencers, and I thought it was kind of funny. So I uh, thought it would be fun to uh, to discuss this with you. Um, he said like, uh, okay, so if you want, uh, if you uh, want my product, like because like a lot of people would approach him uh, with like, uh, okay, can I get free ice cream? Or uh, I think he also sold T-shirts or something. Like, can I get a free T-shirt? Uh, because I'm an influencer and I'll promote this on my social media. And he was, uh, and he had this policy like, okay, I'll uh, I'll send you. For example, the ice cream and a T-shirt, which is worth, like, I don't know, 25 euros or something. Um, and the influencer had to pay for that. And um, like, and then the, the influencer uh, could uh, use, like, a custom code, so people would actually start buying this ice cream. Uh, or uh, And then if the code would be used, like, 10 times, uh, like, the, the ice cream o- uh, shop owner would pay back, like... Uh, the cost of the t-shirt that he gave to the influencer and also with a, with a fee um, so I thought it was kind of funny because um, yeah you're you, like I said uh, like we previously discussed you're actually like paying a bit more for the expansion of your audience instead instead of like uh, yeah using these, these codes I guess like you know what I mean like I, I don't think the codes are uh, being used that much uh, correct me if I'm wrong by the way but uh, yeah, I, I was wondering uh, what what is your take on this?
1: <laughs> yeah, that uh, it is a manner to do your influencer campaign. Uh, I I saw it also as well. I have a lot of um, the from companies that are asking me to do this, um, but I never did. Um, so I don't I don't think the, those codes that you get are being used that much. I don't know actually, but. Um, I would just pay for the influencer for the campaign as a whole Um, because uh, now the company that you told me about uh, that sells ice cream i don't know if they are looking at um, what kind of influencer they are talking to you know what kind of niche they have if it fits um, with their brand Um, so i would just pay the influencer for the whole campaign so next amount of euros for the campaign uh, depending on how many followers the influencer has um, because I think if brands would work in the tactic that you just described um, everyone could be an influencer and earn money in that way uh, because you can also share the unique promo code uh, with your family friends or use it yourself um, and I also think it would be uh, if the influencer f- first has to pay something, how will the influencer know if he or she is going to earn money out of the code? Um, right. Because if, if someone if someone will actually use the code, and uh, how does the influencer know the brand is staying true to the influencer about the amount of people that use the code? Right. So I don't know. I would not recommend it. I I, I don't think it's very valuable. Um, I think I think it's just better to. Um, it's better and much safer and credible to pay the influencer an amount of money and send products and really have it on paper um, what the influencer and the brand have agreed on. Um, I think that's a better tactic.
0: Right. I also think it's uh, kind of like um, how do you say this? Um, I think it's also like a bit better to uh, to work with influencers that you find yourself. Then, with influencers who approach you, because like I, I think those the influencers that you find yourself are also like these influencers that you actually want to uh, have this community that you want like to take a bite of, I guess. Um, yeah and uh, but a funny thing is if you if we look at it this way because the first time I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, this this totally makes sense. And now that I'm actually thinking about it and how you how you just explained it, I, I think this this is super unethical against a freelancer. Um, yeah. so there was uh, a few I think a few months ago there was this uh, this design agency and they had like uh, briefings for um, for like uh, designers like open calls basically and um, people could uh, people had to pay to read the briefing and then they could enter and then they could like hand over their design for, I, I, th- I think it was like for some kind of poster um, and then people had to pay to see what they needed to make of the poster and then they had a chance to win uh prize money. So basically okay. Every like a designer like me was like paying 5 euros to 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 get work basically. And that that's kind of the same thing as uh with the ice cream owner, I guess. It's yeah. uh yeah you, you, you uh, uh, if I go to a bakery, uh the baker is not paying me to actually start buying his bread if that makes sense. So you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah it's it's a tactic that, that some companies use but um I would just not recommend it because you, you really have to work with an influencer that's relevant to your to you as a brand. There are also sometimes I also see um campaigns and I think this just does, does not make sense. There was this um company that ha- that has chocolate bars and they used um just normal chocolate bars, so no healthy stuff. Uh, and they used um, uh, this influencer that is really into the fit girl niche. And um, I just didn't get it. It just didn't make sense. So I don't think uh, the audience that follows that influencer really has the need to buy uh, a chocolate bar. So Right. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I kind of... Uh, yes, that, that's like st- super weird, actually. I don't know why uh, the company would think they would be starting to sell these things. And also... I think that the audience of the, this influencer would probably not even believe that this influencer is actually eating these chocolate bars, anyway. Right?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> um,
0: so yeah, I'm actually learning a lot uh, about influencers right now because uh, I've been uh, trying to dive deeper into social media. But um, like, influencer marketing is is a is a whole uh, thing on its own, I guess. Uh, so it's kind of yeah. hard for me to understand in the first place, like because like if you. If you talk to like an average person on the street and you think uh, and you ask them what what do you think about influencers they're just other oh, lazy people but yeah that doesn't make sense at all like if this yeah. person would be lazy he wouldn't be making any money i guess you know what i mean
1: yeah that's true i think it's also more work than we think it is to be an influencer um and also if you think like 10 years ago the word influencer was not even really a thing um actually there there always have been influencers in this world like first we had celebrities that fulfill that role you know but now we have just normal people just like me and you the girl next door that is an influencer and can sell you stuff um because it's much easier to believe someone that is just like you um when you identify with um that tells you to buy something and you just believe it and you buy it so yeah, it's really different from traditional advertisements like um earlier we had tv and radio where we would advertise on still we do but it's uh, it's really expensive and influencer marketing is just a good opportunity to um advertise on because it's a two-way communication so you interact with your audience the audience gets to um gets to respond to your advertisement um so that's it's just very valuable to work with influencer i think
0: right so uh another thing that I wanted to ask you is um uh given you're the expert uh, what is it um if there are any people listening in uh who want to be uh, want to start becoming an influencer uh what would you recommend uh them doing i guess how how do you start out uh with becoming an influencer i guess because it's kind of hard, you yeah. know. Like there's so many people trying to do this thing right now. So yeah, how do you how do you stand out from from the crowd, and how do you can actually start being an influencer in 2020?
1: Yeah, that's funny. I, I this morning I read an article about um, it was a report in the U.S. that 45 no 54% of the young people in the U.S. would like to become an influencer. <laughs> so it's one of the most popular jobs in the world uh, right now, I think. Next to Vlogger and um, I think Doctor was still number one. Um, mm-hmm. But um, a lot of people want to become an influencer right now. Um, and it seems like a lot of fun, but I think there are also, there's also a downside. Um, but if you would like to become an influencer, uh, I would just recommend to uh, really find a niche where you want to focus on. So um, it could be fitness or traveling, fashion. You can also combine uh, niches. Um, also, I would recommend to post on a daily basis. So, have a lot of photos and, um, and make sure you have in mind what you want to, um, uh, how you want to express yourself. So, um, your your own personal brand. Uh, also, engage with your followers. That is very important because. Uh, Instagram has this uh, algorithm um, and you really have to show Instagram that you also like your followers, that they are not only liking you, but you like them back. So uh, comment on their posts, uh, send them private messages um, to really interact with them. And then I think the most important one is stay authentic. Um, just be the real you because um, that is what people find so interesting and what's um, they just want to see what you are doing um, your real life. so also don't collaborate too much with different brands because it's not really good for your authenticity um, and you won't be perceived as reliable anymore by your followers, I think. So um, yeah, I think that's it.
0: Cool. yeah, uh, uh, what we talked about earlier, I think the mo- because I think everyone wants to be an influencer right now is I think because a lot of people don't know that it's actually it's not like doing nothing at all posting a picture in a day and then earning money from it or getting free stuff you know that <laughs> and i think a lot of people tend to think that it, it does work like that but i don't think so i've recently like uh talked with um, this guy i've listened to a podcast of him and he's actually coming on uh, the Dreadlabs, uh podcast as well uh he's this guy from belgium and he's like a he's like a social media genius as well like he showed me how hard uh how hard it is to Uh, start working according to this Instagram algorithm, right? Like, um, uh, working with all these new features that Instagram uh, starts using, like with with the Reels right now, you know, and uh, how it was when Instagram TV became a thing, uh, using carousels, uh, these stickers on your stories, uh, responding to the comments, using the right hashtags. So even, like, if you have the content and you, like, it's not that you can just be a pretty face and have have photos like you need to know how this algorithm works as well because otherwise you're not going to stand out at all. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I I it's it's a whole uh, science in itself. I I think you yeah you've been studying this in your masters. I think right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah.
0: So yeah, uh, and I've recently started like following some of his advice on uh, dread Labs, and it's been paying off immediately. So I'm really happy with that. But. Uh, the main uh, problem for me is, uh, you know, the, the, uh, there's so much content that you need to produce in order to uh, live up to your own algorithm, I guess, because uh, my algorithm for, uh, of Dreadlabs now is, um, I as of yesterday, I started posting twice a day instead of once a day, uh, which means I need to have 60 posts r- ready every month, which is l- a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, See, I think that's the main the main uh, like trap for me with working with social media. I guess. Um, so do you have any tips perhaps on uh, how to how to like I guess generate more content?
1: Yeah, I would just if you don't know anymore what to post because a lot of people have like that feeling. Oh no, I have to post something on social media and they don't know what to post. Um, I think if you're in a creative mood, you know, sometimes you have those days, uh, just pick a piece of paper and just write down what you're thinking about and just start writing, writing, writing and um, then try to create those ideas. So mostly if I'm in that creative mood, I go uh, outside and I do a lot of uh, I take a lot of pictures at once. So as you told me right now, 60 posts a month is really a lot. Um, But try to do it in one day because I think that's the most effective way instead of uh, thinking every day, what do I have to post today? What do I have to do? Um, And also Pinterest. I think Pinterest is a really good source for uh, inspiration. Um, So yeah, that's what, what I would recommend.
0: Cool. Uh, It's good to hear this because this is kind of a confirmation for me because I've actually been keeping a list on my phone with uh, like social media content, uh, like mainly like Instagram content, story content, and then uh, there's YouTube content. Uh, So I try to keep a list. And if I ever don't don't know what to do, I try to record a video or try to make a post or something. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's the the right way then uh, uh, if this is coming from you. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. Um.
1: What I also do with my own Instagram account is uh, an Instagram account of Honey. Um, I try to have a few topics in mind. So I have, uh, for example, I have quotes, I have personal stories, I have uh, tips and tricks on social media, and then I have uh, like client um, content. And uh, I have these topics, and then from there on I try to make content and just post everything another day so I think that's also very useful to just have a few topics where you stick on
0: to right cool uh, well yeah. uh, thank you Alma uh, I actually really learned a lot um, <laughs> and yeah I think the people listening in uh, are also uh, l- also learned a lot and I think they're, they're, I hope we changed their point of view uh, on influencer and influencer marketing um, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, guys I think I want to thank you for watching